I'm someone who edits a lot, whether it's videos or audio podcasts or anything you can imagine, I've probably done it. And because of that, I've created best practices for myself, which I wanted to share with you today, specifically as it applies to an editing schedule, okay? Now, does this mean they're best practices that you have to follow? No, this is an insight into my process in hopes of helping you out, but really the correct choice is one that works best for you. And so I want to spark these ideas, get you thinking about it, and ultimately, please comment down below whether you agree with this stuff or you have a different process, uh, because I certainly would love to you know, understand your methods better. And likewise, I think other people who, who would read those comments can, can do the same, and we can essentially tack on to that and figure out you know, um, new stuff, right? to improve ourselves or others. So that's what this is an, an attempt ultimately to do is to just open the door for conversation about processes. But let's dive into my process. So when it comes to ongoing projects, in the ideal world, you would be weeks ahead of a schedule, right? So let's say something is supposed to go out in Thanksgiving. Well, at the start of October, ideally you would have it done, right? That way you could be just literally weeks and weeks ahead. Now, the reason for this is because you're much more relaxed in that in that state, right? You're, you're, you're not feeling the pressure of like, oh, it's due this week, therefore I have to get it done. Um, and when that pressure's not there, you're much more relaxed and you're gonna be much more judicious with uh, everything because you're not just trying to race to the finish line, okay? And furthermore, it allows for more time to check things, right? Whether you are the one QCing everything, quality controlling, that's what that means, or somebody else, uh, you know, it just allows for that back and forth to make sure that things are as good as they can be, right? However, what I found even though this is the ideal, in my experience, though I could get weeks ahead, when the week of a release comes out, I generally find that people change their minds and they want a different episode to air. So now an episode that hasn't been cut needs to air that week. And so I have to cut a new episode. Now, a lot of that can be, you can attribute to like, okay, building better boundaries, sure. But the thing of it is, in today's world, most people don't like being told no. Furthermore, you know, just by the nature of the media landscape, people want to have their content be as relevant as possible. And so if there's something news related uh, or just a topic of interest that like fits better, They'd rather have that than perhaps what they originally planned, which is fine. It's the way kind of things are. I've learned to accept that rather than fight against it, which is why for me, I work on a week-to-week basis, right? So that way I know I don't have to waste time, you know, putting something together weeks in advance when ultimately it's not gonna 
end up happening. Now, sometimes that episode that I might have pre-cut will air at a later date, so the time isn't wasted necessarily, but there's definitely been many instances where the episode never sees the light of day, and so you're, you're cutting these episodes that ultimately don't end up, uh, you know, you're, you're just putting in this work, which is why I also recommend charging based on the things that you do edit, not necessarily by what gets released, okay? But I will say, as far as me working on a much tighter turnaround schedule, you know, where I'm editing things week of, I can also do that because I have almost, at this point, 20 years worth of general editing experience, right, that I can draw from. And so it's not just the technical skills, but I also know what to look for, how to deliver a good quality product. And I've gotten into that rhythm. You know, it's, it, to me, it's akin to like the South Park guys where they can crank out, you know, a new episode of South Park in six days. And if you're unfamiliar, like watch the documentary, um, you know, six days to air. It's incredible. And they're able to like, from writing an episode to completed product, they do that in six days. And so, uh, and that's how a lot of the episodes stay relevant, right? So I've essentially kind of applied that same methodology to myself because of necessity, right? So, and that works. Now, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, this is for ongoing projects. Because the reality of ongoing projects is, you know, there, there's really no getting ahead, right? Um, because in, there's going to always be an influx of new episodes to have to edit and edit and edit and edit, which is good because there's consistency and, um, you know, that equates to a steady paycheck, which is great, but it just leaves, uh, you know, a, a constant stream of stuff. So you're never really going to get ahead. But if we're talking about one-off or limited projects, then yeah, those I do get ahead of. I try to get them completed as soon as I get the footage or audio, whatever the case may be, and I try to just turn it out so it's off my plate and done, and I can move on to new stuff. So that's how it shifts based on that. So it is case-specific in a lot of ways, um, but that's how I, I approach all this. And as I may mention, you know, the whole point of this is to get you considering these things and what, what works best for you. So this is how I approach editing projects. Um, as I said, I hope it helps you. Please comment down below, you know, what could work for you, what doesn't work for you and why not. And also what is your current process? You know, I'd love to, I'd love to hear it. And as I said, start a discussion so we can all help each other. Anyway, I've yapped your year off long enough. Thank you so much. As always, I truly do appreciate it and I'll see you next time.